Oops. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I wasn't sure yet. What I'm, what I'm, I'm not sure quite yet if it's going to be a series or not. Um, but it is going to be something I'm going to be doing more of. Necessarily, not necessarily within within the foreseeable future, but maybe a couple more within a, within a month or something. I'm not going to make any plans, but it's one of the things that I was thinking of doing. I don't know if I'm going to call this creating a reality or just going to be um, you know one standalone thing but it is going to be a, a, a series of sorts I'm not sure what I'm going to call it yet um, create your reality just seems a little too uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure but anyways this is going to be an, um, an episode about imagination and visualization. Uh, we're going to be talking about several techniques that I've used and I've found really useful and really interesting to uh, to work with. Uh, and many of, these, many, many of these have actually come from the urban, a book called Urban Shaman. Uh, the Urban Shaman is uh, something that I've known about for a while, but I haven't really thought about it until recently, because uh, somebody was bringing up other other visualization techniques I'm going to be talking about in this episode as well. And it, it made me think of this book, because this book really goes into not only visualization, but other but ways of developing oneself and, you know, whatnot. And really what this does, what really what these things do is they go deeper than just the mind itself. They go into the subconscious, which is in the, in the unconscious or whatever, which is responsible for more than and uh, controls more of your mind than your, your conscious mind. Um, which is one of the reasons why it's important to do things like this and things similar to this. Um, so, anyways, this is David Speaks, and I hope you like this episode. It's going to be interesting to see, um, what happens. It would be interesting to see if anybody, uh, uses anything like this or, ch- ch- uh, you know, uses them, period. So, what we're going to be talking about are, are a couple of different techniques. One of them is called the garden uh, where you you basically visualize a garden, and this garden is um, basically being used to um, basically the, you can think of the garden as your psyche, as your mind, and your subconscious mind and stuff like that. But mostly just like the mind itself. How the mind is structured and whatnot, and so the garden can be used to uh, change things that you don't want about the mind um, in a way that's a little bit less direct, but maybe a little bit more easier in some ways. We're also going to be talking about how to uh, remove negative energies through the root chakra. I'm going to be talking about that. It's going to be useful as well because it's really um, a really cool technique. I did it a couple times, and it's really fun to mess with. And we're going to be talking about something called courting. 
Uh, basically, there there is a process by which I, I might make another another episode based on this uh, particular um, thing later because I didn't really go too deeply into it because there's a lot of detail that you can go go into with this particular topic here. Um, but one of the interesting things is that uh, this t- this understanding of courting is so. Say you have somebody who's it feels like you're you're getting the bad end of, of a deal, and they're sucking all the energy from you. That be, could be because they have a cord connected to you, to one of your chakras, like maybe your power chakra or your throat chakra, and so they're keeping you from expressing or yourself or from being powerful around them uh, and so so you what you would do is you would cut this cord you would find this cord you'd see what it looks like you and you'd feel it and then you'd cut it out front with a knife and that cord would go directly to this person um, <clears throat> and then we're gonna go into thought forms and there's a whole list of things you can do with thought forms I may make an episode on that too because it's a very important an interesting thing to make an episode about. So, anyway, this is David Speaks, and I'll talk to you in the next part of this episode. Welcome to David Welcome Speaks. Welcome, everyone. This is David Speaks, and in this series that we're going to be doing called Creating Your Reality. I'm going to be talking about many ways of creating, undoing, and revamping your your reality, your mind reality. Uh, and this relates to physical reality in a lot of ways. <clears throat> because many people think that uh, they're the reason why they have problems is because of the outside world, but it's actually because of their inner mind reality. And so in these these episodes we're going to be doing, we're going to be going into how to create your reality in this season. Um, in the next season, we're going to be going into how, how you create your reality. Um... We're going to be going in a bunch of episodes about that as well. Um, we're probably going to be doing a bunch more about how to how to actually create reality um, first. Because I think that's important and a lot of people need the practical stuff first. So if you uh, like this episode or any of the other episodes that I've done, please consider subscribing to this podcast because I will have more in the future. So... What's going on, everyone? This is creating your episode, your reality, episode one. Today, we're going to be talking about thought forms, imagination, and visualization. Um, this is probably the most important ways of creating your reality anew every day, in every moment, and every day, um, because. <clears throat> Most people 
live on autopilot. They just they see something and then they react to something. Um, but then there are other people who see this and they go, okay, let's go into the present moment. And so they see something, they react to something, but they become aware of it, what they're doing, what's happening. But then there's another level that's even kind of beyond this, where you can see to something, react to something, become aware that you're reacting to this thing, and then tr- change your understanding of this thing. I'm going to be going into that in the next one of the, one, one of my future episodes, but in this one, we're going to go into how to create your reality. Um, we're going to be going into visualization. Uh, like the garden idea, cutting cords, and <clears throat> mind weeds, uh, and there's a bunch of other things I'm going to be talking about as well that have to do with imagination and visualization that are going to be helping you in everyday life. Um, it's going to be really cool. I don't know how long it's going to take me to do this episode, but uh, it's going to be a good episode to do. So, anyways, this is David Speaks, and I'll talk to you on the next segment. What's up, everyone? It's David Speaks, and uh, this part of this podcast, uh, you know, that we're talking about, Visualization and imagination. Oh, hold on. Make sure I loop this so I don't forget. I don't think it's going to do it. Alright, there we go. Okay, so we're going to be doing some exercises on this episode about visualization and imagination that that I talked about. But we're going to go into one specifically on this part and then we're going to go into another one and then well we're going to go into the break after this one and then we're going to go into another one uh that's not really going to be very long this one might be a little bit longer <clears throat> so imagine a garden um imagine that you have a guard you imagine your psyche as a garden right so there's a gate so you enter the gate you close the gate and you're in this garden and this garden can tell you all kinds of stuff about yourself if it's too crowded that means you're you're too busy or you have too much stuff going on or you have too many things <clears throat> going on in your head maybe there's weeds you know the garden will tell you what you need to know about the garden, um, you know, with insight or intuition or with voices if it needs to. And so, imagine this garden right now. Just picture it as much as you can in your head. And picture yourself entering this garden and and looking around and trying to find the plants in the areas that are less developed than other areas. Maybe there's weeds in some areas, or maybe the plants aren't growing right, 
Maybe the space is too small. Something like this. So just imagine that for a little bit. And then I'll get back to you in a second. And so whenever you need to, you can you can adjust these things or whatever it takes to get you to <clears throat> fix whatever's wrong with your garden, whatever it might be. Um, so this exercise you can do pretty much anywhere, honestly. Uh, I'll be like the little bird simulations I did there. That was uh, to help you to imagine a little better. Um, it won't be quite as easy. Um, well, well, maybe it will be. Who knows? But it won't be, you know, as noisy next time when you're doing the garden. <laughs> or maybe it will be. Who knows? Anyways, we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back. And then we're going to do another exercise. That's... Uh, actually pretty awesome so i like this one too but this one this other exercise i'm going to show you is pretty awesome as well and um <clears throat> we're going to be explaining <clears throat> in this break <clears throat> why these exercises and why visualization and imagination is, is useful so stay tuned this is david speaks and i hope you like this episode now that we have basically gone over the garden which is a really cool exercise to do this exercise can you know improve your life without you really having to do anything um you may have to do it over and over again to get some benefits but 
you can change uh, your subconscious, which is really what we're doing here in a lot of ways because the subconscious works off of visualization and imagination and some other things as well but uh, that's one of the things that it works off of which is why these exercises work as well as they do if you want to know more about this uh, you can look up a book it's called The Urban Shaman it's actually a really good book this is where I got the exercise about the garden from Um, and so the next exercise we're going to be sharing together is about the the root chakra which is kind of in the bottom of your body where your butt and your privates kind of are uh it's it's called perineum i thought at one one point there was at the base of the spine but apparently it's uh kind of in even below that area and so this exercise is going to be going to be helping you to remove a lot of negative energies and uh, ground you closer to reality and to earth. So, if you like this episode, please consider sharing this with others so they can get the same benefits as you. And uh, talk to you in the next part of the sex of uh, this uh, segment. There it goes. Okay. Hello everyone, Uh, this is David Speaks, and this segment is to help you become more grounded. Uh, So what you can do is imagine that you are, all of your toxic, all the toxic and negative and unhealthy energies that are in your body are going into your root chakra and exiting into the earth. Um, and to help you with this, you can visualize that you're actually sitting on the earth. Uh, and I'm going to be helping you with this sound that, I, that I've just played before with our garden exercise. So, Enjoy.
So the thing about this exercise is that you don't have to be connected to the earth for it to work. You can be sitting on the floor of your house or whatever, and it would go into the earth from that position. Or you could be even standing up, it would still go to the earth from that position, if you think about it. <clears throat> but I find it'll be easier to do when you sit down. Because there's no <clears throat> need to concentrate to do anything. You just think about it going downwards. All that energy that isn't serving you at the moment is actually making things harder and more toxic and more negative. And so this uh, this particular uh, method is pretty useful, and I thought it was really awesome when I heard about it. So, anyways, oops, this is David Speaks, and I'll talk to you in the next part of this segment. So there are many different ways of doing these types of exercises, and there's way more than I'm going to be sharing throughout the week, because I'm going to be doing this as it's already been two, a, a day since I started. <clears throat> so it's going to be kind of awesome to do a couple of these, because a bunch of these come are coming from, the last one didn't, but the, most of the ones that I'm going to be sharing are going to be coming from this book, Urban Shaman. Um, but some of them are, you know, stuff that I can create. You can literally create these ideas yourself. And we're going to be going into thought forms in the next section, but we're not quite there yet. Um, <clears throat> so this exercise, as well as the last one, actually came from Personality Hacker. Uh, it's a podcast that you can find anywhere, I guess. Pretty much anywhere. And this one is called courting. Uh, basically, what you do is you. Basically, what it is is imagine that you have these seven chakras, which almost relate to the seven levels of consciousness that I've talked about on this podcast. Where the first level is security or survival, the second level is sensation, the third level is power, the fourth level is love, the fifth level is what is called cornucopia. And why this relates to the fifth chakra of, of communication. Uh, because once you realize the universe is friendly, you can communicate easier and whatnot. The sixth level is awareness, which relates to the sixth chakra. The seventh level is unity consciousness, which definitely relates to the uh, seventh level of consciousness. Um, just a random side note there, I guess. So... <clears throat> we're going to be going into this exercise um, and we're not really going to be going into it actually because it's there's there's a lot of ways in which you can work and what you need to do is you can need to find a, uh, something that relates to it to one of these seven chakras and there's more information you can find on this on on the episode about the seven chakras from this personality hacker podcast <clears throat> this was a long time ago they did this one but uh, um, 
So what you do is you you find the chakra that it relates to. You you imagine this cord. It might be connected to your mind. It might be connected to somebody else. Um, and you what you do is you you think about what it represents, what why this cord is there, what it looks like, what the color might be, what the uh, feeling of it might be. Maybe it's like snake-like, or maybe it's maybe it feels like skin because it takes your skin and your your livelihood away from you. Uh, and so there's a bunch of like symbolism and visualization and whatnot that goes into this. And you just imagine this cord, and then you imagine you know cutting it with a knife surgically, so that all the cord is removed from this area. Um, so that's really all that that er, there is for this one. Um, I'm gonna take another another break for like a day, and then I'm gonna be come out coming up with probably gonna be doing the one about thought thought forms because that's gonna be very detailed, and there's a bunch of things you can do with this one. So, anyways, this is David Speaks, and I'll be talking to you on the next part of this episode. So now that we have gone over all the uh, visualization, and there's so many more that you can even do, you can look up a bunch of you can look up look up a bunch of stuff about visualization, and there's this this uh, list, these things that have, these uh, techniques that I've given you are, are by no means the the end of visualization. Um, and I could go on and on and on with that. And I might do other episodes on visualization in the future and about different things to visualize and whatnot. But in this particular section, we're going to be going over thought forms. Uh, so, <clears throat> a thought form is the basically a form that is created out of thought. Um, a good example actually was really interesting. Well, it's from this book that I was that that I've been talking about called Urban Shaman. Is a thought form that he used to keep people out of his room because he didn't want to close his door. So he what he did was he he uh, created a sort of thought form. Or you can think of it this way, right? You can think of like what he did was create a wall with like a sort of keep out sign on it. And with like sort of, you could almost put like vibrations on this wall, like vibrations like, go do something somewhere else here, you know, things like that, can actually be useful and in, in many different ways. Uh, <clears throat> and so, I'm going to go going to go over some forms and then I'm going to go over some other ways of visualization and imagination that you can do um, and there's so many things you can do with this this uh, tech these techniques and um, this is by no means the end of this this top these topics but uh, I'm gonna be going over these and uh, more in this part of this series in this in this part of this episode so anyways this is David speaks and I'll talk to you on the next episode.
<laughs> there you go. What's up, everybody? This is David Speaks. Um, and this is about thought forms. Finally getting into thought forms. This is a really cool understanding and topic to go into because <clears throat> there's a lot of applications you can do with this. It's literally un almost unlimited because... When it comes to thought forms, um, you can you can think of about a hundred million, if not more, different kinds of thought forms that that you can use in your everyday life to do things, creative things in your mind and 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 whatnot. And they're really cool to mess with. If if you don't really have to do anything practical even with them, they're just fun to mess with the ideas and and whatnot. Um. So, what is thought form? How does this work? Basically, it's like using your imagination, honestly. But it's also a bit more because with thought forms, there's different kinds of different things to do with your imagination. But with thought forms, they're, you could almost say that once they begin, once you begin them, they can kind of, be, uh, they can kind of do their thing on their own, in a sense. Not that they're necessarily intelligent, but they're almost like a machine. They're automated, and so they can do whatever you need them to do. Um, so say you have... Uh, there's one use to it that I put to a thought form one time. And they can be created and, and uh, you know, dispelled back into the ether or the, you know, space that you're in at will. So, like, so it's not like you can, you can create a thought form and then it just, like suddenly becomes intelligent all on its own and starts rebelling against you and saying, No! Um, that's not really how this works. Um, but you, you you can create it for anything. So one one, one example that I, you, I can give you about thought forms that I did was one time it was really, really cold out. Um, and what I did was I, I created a kind of like a screen on the, on the window because the window that I have has, you know, the, the blinds are missing from the window because they got broken one time and we just hadn't, haven't been able to fix it for a while. So what did I did? What did I did? What I did one time was I created a sort of like screen that took the coal that was in the air and filtered it outside through the window and through the outside screen and into the world. What I also did was what you can also do which I didn't really do but I, I could have done it easily enough is create uh, a sort of shield screen a self created a self around the around your body screen which would have filtered the heat from the area or filter the cold from the area and put it out uh, on the outside of the shield and it would have been like a screen and it would have been an intelligent kind of like thought form of screen. It's a really cool thing to mess with every once in a while. Um, it messes with your subconscious. And we're going to be talking about talking with the subconscious later um, as well. If not in this episode, then later ones. Because it's also important. Actually, one example too that I, that I actually put on this podcast was a meditation where we we had a sort of 
aura that was surrounding us that, that was surrounding us that was made out of lightness and what we would do is we'd breathe in this lightness and then we'd breathe in out heaviness and this heaviness would be transmuted into lightness and so everything was transmuted into lightness but what we could also do is imagine that this aura was also inside of you so all the heaviness that's inside of you is now transmu- being transmuted into lightness by this thought form that you've created um, it's another thing you can kind of do you can do a bunch of those things you can create shields that protect you from um, energies from from vampiric uh, beings that, that, may, that may exist some people do that uh, I'm not a really I'm not really for that because I think that creates more fear than is necessary. But um, you can create shields that don't necessarily protect you from some kind of vampiric or de- demonic being, but that uh, keeps in uh, high bra- vibrations and transmutes low vibrations into high bra- vibrations, like uh, sadness into happiness and whatnot. And so you could kind of create a sort of shield that would do this um you can, do, you can create shields that do all kinds of things maybe like a shield that would strengthen love and compassion uh, while dispelling any judgments that you may have things like this um there's also, there's also the idea of mind weeds uh, you can also uh, imagine your mind as this garden that we were talking about earlier. And we'd just be cutting all the weeds out of this this garden so that we can, uh, you know, <clears throat> plant anew or just use that space to be sitting in or whatever. Uh, so as you can see, there's a bunch of different things to do with your imagination. Um... I've talked about, a little bit about imagination before and in my book, The Powers That Be. Um, even though, like I said, I haven't finished with it, but uh, it's another subject for another time. And one of the interesting things is that you may think that if you're, if you're like a logically minded or scientifically minded person that this doesn't work and it may or may not work but one of the things you may notice is that it actually does work um in some instances in many instances because your 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 mind is very your subconscious is very much like um involved it very much you know controlled by and since imagination I'm going to be going into the subconscious later um, but that's uh, in the subject uh, so it's really interesting how this works so so anyways I think this is pretty much the end of this episode I just wanted to make this uh, kind of short uh, a little more than 30 minutes so that you don't, you didn't have to sit there and spend an hour listening to, listening to my ramblings. Uh, so anyways, this is David Speaks, and I uh, hope you liked this episode. If you do, you can find me on Twitter at Beyond Minds with a Z. 
If you uh, want to, you can send me a voice message by going to anchor.fm slash david-speaks. Uh, this is David Speaks, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.